Welcome back to the Outdoor Ed School podcast, the podcast which is devoted to making outdoor ed easy for teachers like you. And today's episode, we're going to be exploring another team challenge, which is the next kind of instalment of the Masking Tape Challenge series. The Masking Tape Challenge series is where we are trying to reimagine low ropes challenges and obstacle challenges that you'd find at activity centres. And we're trying to come up with a new way that you'll be able to deliver them, deliver these activities directly to your students in the comfort of your classroom with only using a roller masking tape and a few other kind of bits and pieces you'll be able to find around your classroom. So pieces of paper, pens, pencils, those kind of things. Now today's challenge isn't actually my idea. This challenge came from a teacher that I've been working at school for for a very long period of time. She had been delivering one of the activities we mentioned earlier in the podcast, grid walk. So grid walk is where we use the masking tape to mark out a series of squares on the floor, a grid on the floor, which was um, three squares wide and about 12 squares long, with each square being about 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres, so just about big enough for your students to be able to stand in front of. In grid walk, they had to try and walk across the grid only standing on safe squares. And for more information about that activity, check out the, uh, the previous episode and you'll be able to find out full information. However, the teacher that I've been uh, working with came up, explained what she'd been delivering to her students and said because her class sizes were so small that the activity was completed really quickly. However... The students and the teacher collaborated together and came up with some an adaptation which is so good, I think it's worth sharing with everybody else as a standalone activity. So the organisation and the setup still is the same, which is you are going to use the masking tape to mark out a grid on the floor. However, I would recommend going three squares by about five squares long. You're then going to give each person in your class a sheet of paper and get them to draw the same grid on the piece of paper. Now, on their bit of paper, because it doesn't need to be the same, in fact, we want them all to be different, you're then going to get your students to write 1 up to 15 randomly placed in each each square. So as you see on my board, you'll be able to see that I've kind of split those 1 to 15 numbers up randomly in some squares. The idea is that this activity is all about trial and error. It's all about that fail model, which is first attempt in learning. The idea is they need to try, keep trying, keep going, and they need to try and identify the order of the squares. So their first challenge is to try and find number 15, because this activity is called countdown. So we are going to start with the highest number and count all the way down to one. Each time they find the correct number, they can add it to their blank chart so they know which order their partner has placed the numbers. And they need to do it over and over and over again until they find out the complete order of the grid. It's a really brilliant idea, really simple activity. And if you didn't have the space to use the masking tape to 
to put the grid on the floor. You could also provide this just with the pieces of paper, getting them to draw the grid on the piece of paper, do the numbers, and then get their partner to ask, and it's almost like a battleship style activity. The adaptations to this, like I said, you can do it on the classroom, big scale-wise scale with the masking tape on the floor, you can do it on the piece of paper, you can make the, you can do it by three squares by three squares, so you've only got nine numbers if you want to make it a little bit easier. To make it harder, you can add additional squares on, so you can up it to 12. Uh, you could also limit the amount of questions that that person can ask. Maybe it's just a yes or a no. Uh, rather than having to go hot or cold or any of those kind of things to help along with this challenge. The learning objectives from this is frameworking that fail aspect so that you're reframing the idea that failure is just the first attempt in learning and that you are um, going through the plan, do, review section of it. You're also looking at resilience, communication, collaboration, memory, all of those brilliant aspects as well. Review-wise, it would be a really good idea to get them to map a plan before they go on this activity. So before you set them off and they're allowed to start trying to work out the countdown numbers, you could get them to come up with a plan and then afterwards you can reflect upon their plan. Did it go well? Did you have to change it? What aspects did you have to change? If you're going to do this activity in the future or you're going to try and brief a group or give some advice to someone, what would those information points be? What advice would you give out? It's a really simple activity. It would take five or ten minutes for you to be able to provide in the morning and can be quite impactful, especially if you leave the grid on the floor and you come back to it over and over again. You can see that their times of completing the activity will drop and that will build confidence and also develop those problem-solving skills, the communication skills as you go along as well. If you have any questions about this activity, then if you head over to our website, which is www.theoutdooredschool.co.uk, you'll be able to find our contact details on the top bar, so the email us and the call us button. You'll also be able to find the hub page, which is our online membership platform, which is free for teachers. So if you click on there, you'll be able to find out all the session plans for team challenges, problem solving activities, and loads, loads more. Equally, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you head over to the Spotify page, you'll be able to hit the follow button and you'll be updated with any of the episodes that we upload, which we try to do about two to three times a week. And if you're on uh, YouTube, then hit the subscribe button so you get those notifications as well. Until the next time, take it easy and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.